Ninataka kuzungumza juu ya mtembeleo wa farasi wa kijivujivu. The book of Revelation chapter 6 verse 7. Kitabu cha ufunuo wa Yohana mlango wa sita mstari wa saba. When the lamb opened the fourth seal, Mwana kondoo alipouvunja ule muhuri wa nne. I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say. Nikasikia sauti ya yule kiumbe wa nne mwenye uhai ikisema, Come. Jo. I looked and there before me was a pale horse. Nikatazama na hapo mbele yangu alikuwepo farasi mwenye rangi ya kijivujivu. Its rider was named Death. Yeye aliyempanda huyo farasi aliitwa Mauti. And Hades was following close behind him. Naye kuzimu alikuwa akifuatana naye. They were given power over a fourth of the earth. Nao wakapewa mamlaka juu ya robo ya dunia. To kill by the sword. Wakauwe kwa upanga. Famine. Kwanja. Plague. Tauni. And by the wild beasts of the earth. Na kwa hayawani wa duniani. Precious people. Watu wa dhamani. You see that when the fourth seal is open. Mnaona ya kwamba wakati muhuri wa nne unafunguliwa. And the fourth horse is released na farasi wanne anaachiliwa the fourth and final of the first four horses farasi wanne na wa mwisho katika farasi wanne wa kwanza then you see that death befalls the earth basi unaona kwamba mauti inaigonga dunia and in verse 9 na katika mstari wa tisa When he opened the fifth seal Wakati alipofungua muhuri wa tano I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God Nikaona chini ya madhabahu roho za wale waliouawa kwa ajili ya neno la Mungu and the testimony they had maintained Na kwa ajili ya ushuhuda walioutunza And you see that when the fourth seal is opened Na mnaona ya kwamba wakati muhuri wa nne unafunguliwa Death and darkness befalls the earth. Mauti na giza vinaigonga dunia. Even as the Lord showed me in that vision. Hata sawasawa na jinsi Bwana alivyonyonyesha katika maono hayo. Of the 29th of July. Maono ya tarehe 29 ya Julai 2009. Mwaka wa 2009. The darkness that I saw befall the earth. Giza niloliona likiigonga dunia. Is because the church That is the light of the world. Ni kwa sababu kanisa lililo nuru ya ulimwengu. The church which is the light of the world. Kanisa ambalo ndilo nuru ya ulimwengu has been taken away. Limekwisha kunyakuliwa in the rapture of the church. Katika unyakuzi wa kanisa. And that's why I want you to understand the timing that the Lord is presenting before you now. Na ndio manake ningetaka mkaelewe majira ambayo Bwana anawasilisha mbele zenu hivi sasa. That means and can only mean that the church is sitting at the brinks of the rapture. Hiyo yaweza tu kumaanisha ya kuwa kanisa limeketi kwenye ukingo wa unyakuzi. And that's why it's very very critical for all Christians who would want to enter the kingdom of God. Na ndio maana ni muhimu kabisa kwa wakristo wote wanaotaka kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu to prepare instant. Wakajiandae papo hapo to prepare for the coming of the Lord in the rapture. Wakajiandae kwa ajili ya kuja kwake Bwana katika unyakuzi. The word pale, pale horse, the word pale. Neno kijivujivu, farasi wa kijivujivu, neno hilo kijivujivu. It normally comes from a sickly, sickly appearance, sickly. 
kwa kawaida inatokana na sura ya kiugonjwa taswira ya ugonjwa ugonjwa most of it is anemic less blood sick you know sana sana ni ukosefu wa damu tosha mwilini ugonjwa and you see in the book of jeremiah 21 na unaona katika kitabu cha yeremia mlango wa 21 verse 9 mstari wa 9 the lord explains why he brings the sword famine and plague Bwana anaelezea ni kwa nini analeta upanga njaa na tauni. And that is a horrendous death that will consume more than one quarter of the earth. Na hicho ni kifo kikuu kabisa kitakachoteketeza robo moja ya dunia. And the reason the Lord normally brings this plague. Na sababu ambayo Bwana huleta hizi tauni. Famine. Njaa and sword na upanga at the same time wakati uo huo is because of the rebellion of the hearts of men ni kwa sababu ya uasi wa mioyo ya wanadamu even in jeremiah chapter 27 verse 13 hata katika kitabu cha yeremia mlango wa 27 mstari wa 13 even in jeremiah 29 verses 17 to 19 hata katika Yeremia 29 mstari wa 17 hadi wa 19 Let us turn to Jeremiah chapter 21 verse 9 Wacha twende katika kitabu cha Yeremia mlango wa 21 mstari wa 9 Again Jeremiah 29 Na tena ni Yeremia 29 And we see how the Lord brings the plague the famine and the sword Na tuone jinsi ambavyo Bwana huleta tauni njaa na upanga Jeremiah 21 verse 9 Yeremia 21 mstari wa 9 And he says Na anasema He was talking about the rejection of Zedekiah's request Alikuwa anazungumza kuhusu kukataliwa kwa ombi la Zedekiah Because of the rebellion of the hearts of the people at the time Kwa sababu ya uasi wa mioyo ya watu wakati huo And you see judgment had befallen the house of Jacob. Nawaona ya kwamba hukumu ilikuwa imeigonga nyumba ya Yakobo. Because of the rebellion of their hearts. Kwa sababu ya uasi wa mioyo zao. And the same God you serve as a church. Na Mungu yule yule mnayemtumikia kama kanisa. Only that this now happens during the apocalypse. Isipokuwa tu ya kwamba hii sasa inatendeka katika nyakati za mwisho. Yeyote anayetubu enters into the wedding of the lamb. Anaingia katika harusi ya mwanakondoo. And does not have to face this horrendous death and massacre that befalls the earth. Na hataona hivi vifo vya kutisha kabisa na mauaji yanayoigonga dunia. Verse 9 Jeremiah 21 Mstari wa tisa wa Yeremia 21 Whoever stays in the city will die by the sword famine and plague Yeyote atakayekaa katika mji huu atakufa kwa upanga njaa au tauni And he says but whoever goes out and surrenders to the Babylonians who are besieging you will live Na kisha anasema kwamba lakini yeyote atakayetoka na kujisalimisha kwa wakaldayo ambao wameuzunguka mji huu kwa jeshi atanusurika. He will escape with his life. Atanusurika na maisha yake. 
Mungu wa mbinguni alileta hukumu hii kwa sababu ya uasi wa mioyo ya watu. Yakuwa walikataa kulisikiliza neno la kinabila Yeremia wakatubu. Yeremia mlango wa 27 mstari wa 13 I am just going through the Bible so you may see the instances where the Lord brought the sword the famine the plague Ninapitia pitia katika Biblia ili ya kwamba muone mifano ile ambayo Bwana alipata kuleta njaa upanga na tauni Jeremiah chapter 27 verse 13 Yeremia mlango wa 27 mstari wa 13 This is what he says Haya ndio anayosema Why will you and your people die by the sword famine and plague with which the Lord has threatened any nation that will not serve the king of Babylon Kwa nini wewe na watu wako mfe kwa upanga njaa na tauni ambayo Bwana ameonya juu ya taifa lolote ambalo halitamtumikia mfalme wa Babeli There was a controversy between the Lord and the house of Jacob Palikuwepo na utata kati ya Bwana na nyumba ya Yakobo And that's why the Lord pronounced and prescribed the sword famine and plague and the stiff nakedness of the house of jacob refusing to repent and so the lord persistently promised this in the book of jeremiah na basi bwana kwa mfululizo aliahidi haya katika kitabu cha yeremia and you see Again he is promising that when the pale horse comes down to the church. Na kisha pia unaona ya kwamba anaahidi ya kuwa wakati farasi wa kijivujivu anakuja kwa kanisa comes to the earth. Anapokuja duniani the pale horse will bring forth horrendous suffering and death. Farasi wa kijivujivu ataleta mateso mazito kabisa na kifo. Death by the sword. Kifo kwa upanga. By famine. Kwa njaa by plague na kwa tauni and also by the wild beasts of the earth na pia kwa hayawani wa duniani Jeremiah chapter 29 Yeremia mlango wa 29 verses 17 to 19 mstari wa 17 hadi wa 19 he promises the same thing anaahidi mambo haya haya and he says na anasema Yes this is what the Lord Almighty says I will send the sword famine and plague against them and I'll make them like poor figs that are so bad they cannot be eaten Anasema kwamba nam hili ndilo asemalo Bwana mwenye nguvu nitatuma upanga njaa na tauni dhidi yao nami nitawafanya kuwa kama tini dhaifu zile ambazo ni mbaya sana zisizofaa kuliwa nitawafukuza kwa upanga kwa njaa na kwa tauni nami nitawafanya kitu cha kuchukiza sana kwa falme zote za dunia na kuwa kitu cha laana na cha kuogofia cha dharau na kukemewa miongoni mwa mataifa yote nitakayowafukuzia 
for they have not listened to my words declares the lord kwa kuwa hawakuyasikiliza maneno yangu asema bwana words that i sent them again and again by my servants the prophets maneno niliyowatumia tena na tena kupitia watumishi wangu manabii so you see the controversy why god is able to send the sword famine plague na basi unaona ule utata sababu ya bwana kutuma upanga njaa na tauni because of the failure to listen to the word of god even the messengers of god ni kwa sababu ya kukosa kusikia neno la mungu hata wajumbe wa mungu essentially the failure to repent kimsingi ni kukosa kutubu right now there is an ample opportunity for the church to repent and walk in the fear of the lord and see the rapture of the church hivi sasa kuna wakati mwafaka kwa kanisa kutubu na kutembea katika hofu ya Mungu na kuona unyakuzi wa kanisa. The Lord speaks about the same horrendous pain. Bwana anazungumuza juu ya uchungu ule ule wa kutisha. Mathayo 24. Verse 7 precious people. Mstari wa saba watu wa dhamani. And he says. Na anasema. Nation rise against nation. Taifa litainuka dhidi ya taifa lingine and kingdom against kingdom na ufalme dhidi ya ufalme and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places na kutakuwepo na njaa na matetemeko ya ardhi sehemu mbalimbali the horrendous famine he talks about njaa ya kutisha anayozungumzia even the global economic crisis that i prophesied here that is biting right now hata shida za kiuchumi za kote kote duniani nilizotabiri hivi sasa ambazo zinaukula ulimwengu sasa it is just a preamble an introduction to the horrendous economic crisis that takes place after the church has been raptured kionjo tu cha ile shida kubwa kabisa ya uchumi itakayotokea baada ya kanisa kunyakuliwa and that is the reason now the antichrist will be needed he will rise to power quickly na hiyo ndio sababu ambayo mpinga kristo atahitajika atainuka na kuchukua watamu papo hapo because many people will look for somebody who can take authority and save their jobs kwa maana watu wengi watamtafuta mtu ambaye anaweza kuchukua watamu na kuokoa kazi zao and you see very clearly that right now the lord is pleading with the church to repent and like it was during the time of noah and enter when that day arrives na unaona ya kwamba hivi sasa bwana analisii kanisa kabisa likatubu na kama vile ilivyokuwa siku zake nuhu siku hiyo ikifika kanisa likapate kuingia because on that day the door will be closed kwa maana katika siku hiyo mlango utafungwa and it's very critical na ni nyeti sana that the church makes it into the wedding of the lamb ya kuwa kanisa likafaulu kuingia katika harusi ya mwana kondoo because the church is meant for the kingdom of god kwa maana kanisa ni la ufalme wa mungu you have heard and seen all the things prophesied here come to pass mumeona na kusikia mambo yote yaliyotabiriwa hapa yakija kutimia what will you tell the lord je mtamwambia nini bwana what excuse will you have before the lord je utakuwa na kijisababu kipi mbele za bwana and listen to daniel chapter 9 verse 13 Nasikiza Danieli mlango wa 9 mstari wa 13 to 15 hadi 15 Again Daniel chapter 9 Na tena ni Danieli mlango wa 9 verses 13 to 15 mstari wa 13 hadi wa 
just as is written in the law of Moses kama vile ilivyoandikwa katika sheria ya Musa all this disaster has come upon us yet we have not sought the favor of the Lord our God by turning from our sins and giving attention to your truth misiba hii yote imekuja juu yetu lakini hatujaomba fadhili kwa Bwana Mungu wetu kwa kugeuka kutoka katika dhambi zetu na kuwa wasikivu katika kweli yake The Lord did not hesitate to bring the disaster upon us for the Lord our God is righteous in everything he does yet we have not obeyed him Bwana hakusita kuleta maafa juu yetu kwa maana Bwana Mungu wetu ni mwenye haki katika kila afanyalo lakini hata hivyo hatujamtii God is always righteous. Mungu kila wakati ni mwenye haki. And he always gives the people a chance to repent and avert the disaster. Na kila mara anawapatia watu nafasi ya kutubu na kuepukana na msiba. Now he has given Kenya and all the nations of the earth the chance to repent and prepare for the coming of the Messiah. Sasa ameipatia Kenya na mataifa yote ya ulimwengu nafasi ya kutubu na kujiandaa kwa ajili ya kuja kwake Masia. But if they don't repent for those who will not repent. Lakini iwapo hawatatubu kwa wale ambao hawatatubu. In the church. Ndani mwa kanisa. They will not be able to enter. Hawataweza kuingia. Because God is holy. Kwa maana Mungu ni mtakatifu. And he cannot change the standard of holiness. Na hawezi kubadilisha kipimio cha utakatifu. He is righteous. Yeye ni mwenye haki. And he cannot change the standard of righteousness. Na hawezi kubadilisha kipimio cha uhaki. And that's why he will inevitably bring up the disasters that come with the pale horse. Na domanake bila shaka ataleta misiba yote inayoambatana na farasi wa kijivujivu. Today's conversation in this broadcast. Mazungumzo ya siku ya leo katika kipindi hiki is the testimony of the fact that God always gives a chance to all people to repent. Ni ushuhuda kwa swala ya kwamba kila wakati Bwana hupatiana nafasi kwa kila mtu apate kutubu. And nobody can say they were not given a chance to repent. Na hakuna mtu awezaye kusema kwamba hawakupatiwa nafasi ya kutubu. And God is always faithful. Na Mungu kila wakati ni mwaminifu. For those who are able to repent, he is faithful to them. Kwa wale wanaoweza kutubu, yeye ni mwaminifu kwao. And I'm reading from the book of Daniel chapter 12. Na ninasoma katika kitabu cha Danieli mlango wa 12 beginning from verse 4 on. Kuanzia mstari wa kuendelea. Verse 1 to verse 3 talks about the wedding of the lamb. Mstari wa kwanza hadi watatu inazungumuza juu ya arusi ya mwana kondoo. And then you see even what happens after then. Na halafu unaona hata kile kinachotendeka baada ya hapo. But you Daniel close up the seal of the words of the scroll until the time of the end. Lakini wewe Danieli yafunge na kuyatia muhuri maneno ya kitabu hiki mpaka wakati wa mwisho. Many will go here and there to increase knowledge. Wengi watakwenda huku na huko na maarifa yataongezeka. Then I Daniel looked and there before me stood two others, one on the bank of the rivers and the other on the opposite bank. Ndipo mimi Danieli nikaangalia nako mbele yangu walisimama wengine wawili mmoja katika ukingo huu wa mto na mwingine ukingo wa pili wa mto 
One of them said to the man clothed in linen who was above the waters of the river Mmoja wao akasema na yule mtu aliyevaa nguo za kitani aliyekuwa juu ya maji ya muto How long will it be before these astonishing things are fulfilled Je itachukua muda gani kabla ya mambo haya ya kushangaza hayajatimizwa The man clothed in linen who was above the waters of the river lifted his right hand and left hand towards heaven and i heard him swear by him who lives forever saying it will be for a time times and half a time kisha mtu yule aliyevaa nguo za kitani aliyekuwa juu ya maji ya mto akainua mkono wake wa kuume na mkono wake wa kushoto kuelekea mbinguni nami nikamsikia akiapa kwa jina lake yeye aishie milele akisema itakuwa wakati nyakati mbili na nusu wakati says, na anasema when the power of the holy people has been finally broken all these things will be completed nguvu za watu watakatifu zitakapokuwa zimevunjwa kabisa ndipo mambo haya yote yatakapotimizwa what does that mean je hiyo inamaanisha nini that means the power of the church hiyo inamaanisha kwamba nguvu za kanisa and that is the holy spirit na huyo ni roho mtakatifu and we know that when the rapture takes place natojua kwamba wakati unyakuzi unatendeka the church is taken up kanisa linanyakuliwa and the holy spirit is taken away na roho mtakatifu pia ananyakuliwa and so that is when the pale horse will bring its full effect on the earth na basi huo ndio wakati ambao farasi wa kijivujivu ataleta athari zake kamili duniani. It is very very critical for the church to understand this. Ni muhimu tena zaidi sana kwa kanisa kuelewa haya. It is very very important for the church to understand that when the holy spirit has been taken away Ni muhimu kabisa sana kwa kanisa kuelewa ya kuwa wakati roho mtakatifu amechukuliwa Everything will break loose Kila kitu kitaharibika Because in the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 Manake katika kitabu cha Wathesalonike wa pili mlango wa pili We see very clearly that he that holds the antichrist back will hold him until the time when finally the church has been taken and then the antichrist will be revealed tunaona ya kwamba yeye anayemzuilia mpinga kristo ataendelea kumzuilia huyo mpinga kristo hadi wakati ule ambapo hatimaye kanisa limechukuliwa na kisha mpinga kristo atafunuliwa but he that holds the antichrist is the holy spirit lakini yeye anayemzuilia mpinga kristo ni roho mtakatifu if there is any christian that's listening to me right now iwapo kuna mkristo yeyote anayenisikiliza hivi sasa you surely don't want to enter into this horrendous dispensation of the antichrist kwa hakika haungetaka kuingia katika haya majira ya kutisha kabisa ya mpinga kristo jesus preached about hell Yesu alihubiri juu ya jehanamu na mbinguni. The reason he preached about hell. Lakini sababu aliyohubiri juu ya jehanamu is that people may know how horrendous hell is. Ni kuwa watu wakapate kujua jinsi jehanamu ilivyoyakutisha. That they may do everything. Na ili kwamba wakapate kufanya kila kitu. 
to avoid going to hell ili kujiepusha na kwenda jehanamu and now he has allowed me to see the darkness that befalls the earth when the pale horse comes na sasa ameniruhusu nikaone giza linaloigonga dunia wakati farasi wa kijivujivu anakuja that you may avoid entering into the tribulation ili ya kwamba na mkapate kujizuia msiingie katika dhiki the book of revelation chapter 13 kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 13 talks about the activity of the antichrist after rapture inanena kuhusu matendo ya mpinga kristo baada ya unyakuzi and the book of revelation chapter 20 na kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 20 also talks about what happens after rapture pia inanena kuhusu kile kinachotendeka baada ya unyakuzi i'm reading revelation chapter 20 verses 1 to verse 6 nasoma ufunuo mlango wa 20 mstari wa kwanza hadi wa sita And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven. Kisha nikaona malaika akishuka kutoka mbinguni. Having the keys to the abyss. Akiwa ameshika ufunguo wa lile shimo lisilo na mwisho. And holding in his hand a great chain. Na mnyororo mkubwa mkononi mwake. He sees the dragon that ancient serpent. Akalishika lile joka yule nyoka wa zamani. Who is the devil or Satan? Ambaye ndiye ibilisi na shetani. And he bound him for a thousand years. Naye akamfunga kwa muda wa miaka elfu moja. He threw him into the abyss and locked and sealed it over him. Akamtupa katika lile shimo lisilo na mwisho, akamfunga humo na kulitia lakiri. To keep him from deceiving the nations anymore. Ili kumzuia asiendelee kudanganya mataifa until the thousand years were ended mpaka hiyo miaka elfu moja itimie after that he must be set free for a short time baada ya hayo atafunguliwa kwa muda mfupi revelation chapter 20 verse 4 ufunuo mlango wa 20 mstari wa 4 i saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge kisha nikaona viti vya enzi vilivyokuwa vimekaliwa na hao waliopewa mamlaka ya kuhukumu I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony for Jesus Nami nikaona roho za wale waliokatwa vichwa kwa sababu ya ushuhuda wa Yesu and because of the word of God Na kwa sababu ya neno la Mungu They had not worshiped the beast Hawakuwa wamemsujudia huyo mnyama or his image wala sanamu yake and had not received his mark on their foreheads wala hawakupokea ile chapa yake kwenye vipaji vya nyuso zao or their hands au kwa mikono yao they came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years wakawa hai na kutawala pamoja na Kristo miaka elfu moja the rest of the dead did not come to life until their thousand years were ended Wafu waliosalia hawakufufuka paka ilipotimia hiyo miaka elfu moja. This is the first resurrection. Huu ndio ufufuo wa kwanza. Blessed and holy are those who are part in the first resurrection. Wamebarikiwa tena ni watakatifu wale walio na sehemu katika huo ufufuo wa kwanza. And he says the second death has no power over them. Na anasema kwamba hao mauti ya pili haina nguvu juu yao. But they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. Bali watakuwa makuhani wa Mungu na wa Kristo na watatawala pamoja naye kwa muda wa miaka elfu moja. But I want you to focus on one thing here. 
lakini ningependa mkalenge jambo moja mahali hapa anasema ya kwamba na nikaona nafsi zao waliokatwa vichwa kwa sababu ya ushuhuda wao kwa ajili ya Kristo You don't want to go into the tribulation. Hautaki kuingia katika dhiki. Because if you will try to preach Jesus of Nazareth at that time. Kwa maana iwapo utajaribu kumhubiri Yesu wa Nazareti wakati huo, you will be beheaded to complete the word in the Bible. Utakatwa kichwa ili kukamilisha neno katika Biblia. May those who have ears. Na wale walio na masikio, listen wakasikie even as the lord has spoken hata jinsi bwana alivyonena hasn't the lord spoken with this nation je si bwana amenena na taifa hili hasn't the lord spoken with this nation je si bwana amenena na taifa hili may those who have ears listen na wale walio na masikio wakasikie